This is Late Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, the insane Daryl Wayne and I are going to take a look at a couple of things that uh, touch most people, I think. Um, During the second part of our show, we're going to talk about caregiving and being a positive caregiver. Um, We'll be talking with Dr. Sarah Cantor about that. She has a new book called Positive Caregiving. Our current guest, the one that we're going to start our show with, um, uh, she and I have talked uh, extensively a few weeks ago uh, as we uh, decided to book her on the show. She is the CEO of Uterine Kind, supporting uterine care for everyone. You know, that's interesting. Uh, Daryl and I don't have uteruses, but can uteruses that go bad go wrong, that have problems, can they affect guys too? I think that we, first of all, thank you for having me, Mark. <laughs> it's, sure. it's great to be here. And, and thank you, Daryl, as well. Um, I think that's one of the areas that's uh, overlooked. Um, and it's it's commonly understood that women don't talk about their periods. We don't have a society where it's comfortable to express um, stories around periods or to talk about the challenges that we have with them. And and it definitely does impact people's personal relationships when you consider that some individuals are dealing with symptoms that knock them out of life for a week, two weeks, every week, if we're talking about things like endometriosis. And so when you, if I put myself in your shoes and I look at a partner who's living with a condition that is largely underdiagnosed, largely undertreated, and the symptoms of which are largely dismissed, then I see a lot of relationship dynamics there that are are in jeopardy because the, the person who's living with the condition is feeling unsupported is unwell and is dealing with the ramifications of gaslighting or dismissal and the person who is their partner who does not have a uterus <laughs> doesn't know where to begin to to address that and that's completely understandable because we don't educate people about the insides of their bodies as much as we should we're all very focused on the exterior of our form but not on the interior. Did you have a thought, Daryl? You raised your I hand. was just going to say, you know, you talked about being affected by it. My mother died of uh, uterine cancer um, four or five years ago, and of course, uh, it affected the whole family in, in one way, shape, or form, including, you know, my sister and her her daughters, and and uh, how you know that potentially would flow down. I'm sorry to hear that. It is, uh, it's devastating. And we're learning that conditions that remain undiagnosed, like endometriosis and PCOS, can lead to cancer. Um, so there, there are associations that are, are um, being realized in the research now. And yes, there, there may be a genetic component and people down in, in generations um, coming you know they they have to wrestle with this my hope is that 
we can increase the awareness of these conditions and we can also demand equal funding for research. We have such a basic understanding of the female body. It has not been studied. And as a result, we lack understanding of these conditions and we lack the ability to diagnose them quickly and intervene faster. The other thing that uh, was the case with with my mother is the fact that they had done surgery, they thought they had it all taken care of, and it was all good going forward, and it, it came back. And the second time, it just wasn't able to be solved. Yeah. It, 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 you know, the other day, you said something to me, uh, Carol. You said, you know, 15-year-old girl, 14-year-old girl, and sometimes even younger, are having their first period, and they're having problems. And they go to the doctor, and he says or she dismisses it. Oh, you're just having your period, it's okay. But how do they go to school? How do they study when they're in pain and it's a constant pain? Yeah, it, it, it's so damaging. It, it's damaging, um, you know, obviously when it comes to early intervention for these conditions, endometriosis, which is just in case your audience isn't aware of what the disease is, it's when tissue that is similar to the uterine lining is found growing outside of the uterus. Um, again, this is not the endometrium, which is the tissue that lines the uterine cavity, but it's tissue that acts in a similar way in some respects. And it's found growing you know, on the kidneys, on the fallopian tubes, on the rectum, on the bladder, on the outside of the uterus. And it leads to significant complications and and catastrophic pain and this can affect and does affect young females adolescents and and we we again as it goes back to my comment at the top here we as a society we don't legitimize female pain we um you know the, the word hysteric and hysteria and its association it's in with your mind Right, with within its association with the term hysterectomy, right? It's all, um, it's all pretty obvious to me where some of these terms come from and why we're in the position that we're in, having to unwind so much misinformation, disinformation, and dismissal of symptoms in female health. Um, I have interviewed adolescents who have passed out in class from pain, and then. The, the, so that's the obvious damage, right? But the, the damage that is, is equally as impactful, equally as long lasting is the damage to their self-esteem, to their ability to trust themselves. They're, they're taught that, as you said, it's all in your head. Oh, it's anxiety. <laughs> you know, I, I always coach people that if a doctor says to them it's all in their head, that they should respond, yes, in fact, it is in my head because the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland are involved in the endocrine system, which helps us regulate and, and deal with our pain. And so, yes, the brain is involved, doctor. But if you're if you're suggesting that I'm making this up, that's inaccurate. And by doc, I'm going to another one. Yes. Right. You just have to do that uh, with um, uh, pregnancies that that happen outside the uterus. Is that in that tissue that we're talking about? And that can be very painful, too. And those don't usually go to term. 
Correct. Um, that that's called an ectopic pregnancy, and and you know all of these conditions that um, that at uterine kind that we focus on, they we focus on this this like uh, you know cluster of conditions um, that are all sort of uterine or uterine adjacent, and they they can all impact each other. So an ectopic pregnancy might be caused by a condition that is um, either you know diagnosed or undiagnosed and so it, it's when the implantation happens outside of the uterine cavity it can be in the fallopian tube it can it can be on the outside of the uterus or on the fallopian tube and these pregnancies do not uh, go to term and they can be very dangerous for the pregnant person they can uh, be incredibly painful and in our current environment today, with um, the restrictions on abortion care, which is health care, um, that, that, those restrictions place that person in grave danger because an ectopic right. pregnancy is, is in some states not treatable until the person is on, in, in grave danger. Oh, my. <sighs> What's the world coming to? Uh, uterine. It's very complicated. Kind of, yeah, very complicated. We're going to take some time out. If you want information, by the way, on uterine kind, and we'll talk about the app uh, in just a couple of moments, uh, uterinekind.com is the place to go. Our guest is Carol Johnson, and she and I and the insane Daryl Wayne return as Late Night Health continues. Late Night Help is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Help with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. 
That's info at LateNightHealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. It's time to tackle a tough topic, one that affects us all. We're talking about sexism in the workplace. The award-winning Identifying the Elephant in the Room series is back and ready to tackle some complicated communications issues again. This spring, we're focusing on critical communication strategies in the face of sexism. Join us as we hear from professionals in the natural products industry who have valuable career lessons to share and real-world experience to discuss from all sides of the elephant. It's time to have an honest and open conversation about the impact of sexism in the workplace and how we can make it better for everyone. Identifying the Elephant in the Room series starts March 16th. Register today at inicibox.vfairs.com. That's I-N-I-C-I-B-O-X dot V-F-A-I-R-S dot com. And join the conversation to be part of the solution. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, we're talking about women's health in general, and our guest is the CEO of Uterine Kinds, Carol Johnson. Um, your background is not necessarily in health, is it? Um, well, it's not a classic health background. Um, uh, I worked for um, the first large chunk of my career on behalf of startup companies in um, the health sciences arena as an executive recruiter building out their early launch teams. These are companies that um, they were startups when I worked for them, Genentech, Metamune, companies that that are um, now long beyond the startup phase. And then I, I made a transition and I also moved coasts and came out to the West Coast and um, was able to bring together my background in marketing and life sciences uh, into tech startups that were creating platforms that, that sought to improve the experience of healthcare. And the vast majority of my experience was specifically in the female healthcare space. So over about the last decade, I've been working on behalf of companies that have invested in research and innovated to create um, minimally invasive devices that treat the root causes of conditions that primarily impact females. And, and at the same time, I have to say, you had healthcare issues. Yes. Um, for... Uh, over 20 years, I lived with undiagnosed fibroids and celiac disease. And um, the, the complications, um, the lost time, wow, Mark, that, that um, you're going to make me have to get a Kleenex if I, if I talk <laughs> about this too much. Um, it, it's, it's just, a, it was a devastating experience. And um, 
I'm, I'm grateful to say that I was able to have children, uh, but it took over a decade for me to be able to do that. Um, and the experience that I had with, with female healthcare, it taught me a lot. You know, it's, uh, there's no blame to be placed on anybody. I think it's really important to um, identify a couple things. One, physicians are uh, incredibly stressed, um, overworked. Uh, the administrative workload that they have to deal with is, uh, it gets in the way of providing care. And also as patients, we need to step up. Um, I'm sorry to say it, but we really do need to step up and we Absolutely. have to understand our bodies better. We, we, if I knew more about how my body operated, I could have helped my physicians connect the dots but on a my lot symptoms. Of, a lot of doctors say, yeah, you have a medical degree. That's what they've said to me from the internet. And I say, yeah, and you have one from a traditional medical school and you're not open-minded. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Being open-minded is really important. I mean, you know, the, the very first stage of uh, getting a diagnosis, I think this is really kind of a shocking stat to a lot of people. Um, not doctors, though. They know this because they were taught this in med school. 90% of a diagnosis comes from the patient's symptoms story. And so another way of looking at that is to say, that the the largest share of the burden of getting a diagnosis rests with the patient. It's our job to make that happen. And but I doctors I don't know that. Many well, they, doctors they don't know that. You know, they were taught it in med school. Like they they are taught that. But I think a, a lot of doctors, especially in the OBGYN space, they hear the same thing over and over from from patients every day my periods are bad right i have painful periods and that and, they, and, and i'm sorry and they usually offer at least at first over-the-counter meds yes i was going to say that symptom story does not do the patient's experience justice and what it does is it triggers a conditioned response that's also um part of the care path which is medical intervention before more invasive intervention. Um, so we are typically offered birth control pills to manage our symptoms. And the problem with that is that it delays a definitive diagnosis. But, you know, Mark, you may have heard the, the zebra horse analogy that they're taught in med school. Physicians to be are taught that when patients hear hoofbeats, meaning when patients have symptoms, patients will immediately think zebras, AKA cancer, and doctors to be, you are to think horses, just a bad period. And that's where it sort of all goes sideways. Well, in our remaining couple of moments, let's take a look at what the Uterine Kind app can do to help women get through this. Sure, and I'd love to introduce you to it. Um, so take starting with that fact that 90% of the diagnosis comes from the patient symptom story, we realized that patients, A, didn't know that, and B, were never taught how to tell an effective symptom story. And, and that story, for it to be effective with a physician, it needs to be a data-driven story. 
So we built an app that enables people to very quickly capture detailed symptoms every day. And we graph that data for them so that the patients can see how their symptoms are impacting each other and how treatments and other interventions are impacting the symptoms. But then we also enable the patient to download their data into a different style of graph that we designed for physicians. And so when they walk into an appointment, instead of being stressed about having to tell that perfect patient symptom story, they hand over a single sheet of paper that has up to a year's worth of symptom data on it. And the physician can scan that data in less than a minute. So now we eliminate that anxious, filled top of the consultation and we move directly to diagnosing. And you have other plans for the uh, for uterine kind as well, don't you? Your well, that yeah, the app also include in addition to being able to monitor your symptoms data, we also have a, a tremendous amount of curriculum content in there on all the chronic conditions to address that issue that we mentioned about having low health and body literacy. When you understand how your body operates, data has shown this and, and also common sense suggests that you'll be better positioned to manage your own symptoms and you'll have less stress because there isn't this this missing piece of information, what is causing these symptoms? So that content is really effective. And then we have a whole section of preparatory materials to help you get ready for a doctor appointment. We have podcasts and audio tips and interviews and more. And uh, you said something, you said common sense, somehow common sense in healthcare seems to be an oxymoron to me. Yeah, I feel like if the more that we learn about how our bodies operate and we're able to connect the dots on things, the easier it becomes to spot trends and issues and apply common sense to them. And then also, the more confident we are when we're in a physician appointment and we're advocating for our health with that doctor. And next time you come on, we'll have to talk about celiac disease. By the way, great cookie. Uh, Tate's cookies, uh, ginger, uh, their ginger uh, uh, gluten-free cookies are delicious. I'm not, I don't have celiac disease, but I love these. They're addictive. Um, there is sugar in it, but they are really, really good. Uh, Carol, we have to go. If you are interested in learning more about uter uterine kind, you can go to uterinekind.com, uterinekind.com. And we, we thank uh, Sue from... Uh, uh, Krilla uh, Health for uh, introducing uh, Carol and me, and I really appreciate it. Hold on, Carol. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. If you uh, uh, have some time, visit us at LateNightHealth.com. LateNightHealth.com. We'll have a pretty picture of Carol up there. You can see a pretty picture of Daryl and an ah-ah-ah one of me as well, all at LateNightHealth.com. Don't go away. We've got more coming up for you. See you in a moment.